Welcome back to the Nourish and Free podcast, where we like to create space for conversations that we typically don't actually want to have, like how we feel about our body and our relationship with food. I'm your host, Michelle Yates, a registered dietitian and disordered eating expert, and I'm really excited to have Danielle on the show today. Danielle is a former client of mine who worked with me inside of my signature program, Nourished and Free, and she is here to share about her story working with me inside of that container. Danielle came to me feeling like she was really scared of giving up the idea of losing weight. She wanted to feel more at peace in her present body, and she wanted to be fully at peace with food and not obsessive about it anymore, and she'd actually already done quite a bit of work to get there, but she needed help with that last 10%, so to speak, and she needed somebody to guide her through letting go of trying to lose weight for the rest of her life. And I'm really excited for you to hear her story because I think a lot of us can relate to that. I think a lot of us struggle with the idea of giving up the idea of weight loss. It becomes a part of our identity at some point when it's all that we've been doing for so long and we've constantly tried to get as small as possible. So I'm excited for you to hear how she navigated that and how she's now so much more at peace in her skin and has made a ton of progress in the last four months. And even more than that, she has the confidence that this is just going to continue to get better and better even after working with me because she now has the tools that she needs to do this on her own. I've already said too much, so let's go ahead and dive into the episode with Danielle. I hope you'll enjoy this little Halloween treat, and if you enjoy it, please let me know by leaving a rating or review, or even just sharing it with a friend. Let's dive in. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. I would love for you to tell us actually just more about who you are, and then we'll obviously dig into the nuts and bolts of your story. But yeah, I mean, you're in school. Tell us about like stage of life. Where are you at? Yes. So I'm 28. I'm in school for a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner, and I'm currently a registered nurse. I work for DM, sometimes for plastic surgery, sometimes for regular surgery, and I've been a nurse for six years now. Also, I'm a singer, so for fun, that's kind of what I do. And I was in like a semi-pro acapella group for a while, mm. and in college, I did it all the time, <laughs> singing all the time. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm mostly just like full-time student, plugging away. I have less than a year left. Yeah, I remember when we were like getting you signed up, you're like, I'm a student. I don't know like if this is the best time. I was like, nah, you're already in like study and learning mode. It's a great time. <laughs> yeah, no, you were totally right. And I really just faded in the best that I could. And I did stay on track with like the modules every week, which I just felt like propelled me forward. Like I thought it was going to be an extra thing to do, but really it was just something that like lifted me up when Mm. I was feeling extra bogged down by the stressors of life. Um, And I do think like the stress of school made everything worse for me. Like my anxiety was worse. So I remember us chatting like before the program, if it was the right time. And I had to just convince myself like, If not now, when am I going to do this? Really? I'm always going to be busy. That's my personality, you know? So I was like, I really need this like now. So yeah, then I decided to enroll. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. Just like the stressors of life and anxiety. Like we're always hoping that's going to go away at some point, but the reality is that there's something right behind it that's going to stress us out again. And I think I've told you this before, and maybe even when you signed up, like I actually like it when women join in the midst of all of that stress and anxiety, because that's when these things and behaviors and 
your struggles with food in your body are usually heightened. And so it's actually kind of nice to do it then because we can really dig into what's going on and makes it a little bit easier to weed through it. But yeah, so tell me about before you ever joined this process, what was your relationship with food, especially with your body? Because I know that was a big thing that we worked on together. What was that like? Yeah, so I would say directly before the program, um, like a couple of months before, I did have some awareness that things were not okay anymore. And I remember seeing a therapist and saying like, I just can't live like this anymore. I was like sobbing on the phone mm-hmm. with her. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I know something is wrong. And that was after like three years of, I guess you could say chronic dieting, just trying different diets. Initially, it was like, I want to lose a few pounds. Then it was like, I got pretty obsessed with healthy eating, you know, quote unquote, healthy eating, what that meant. And it kind of turned into trying to be vegan and then feeling like a failure when that didn't work. And, you know, in the midst of trying to find what was like, quote unquote, healthy and going to make me feel my best, I became pretty obsessed with like the change in how my body looked from the weight loss of it all. And then the fear of gaining all of that weight back, even though it wasn't a lot of weight, I felt like I saw and felt significant difference. So I was just constantly in fear of weight gain at that point. You know, so what started as I want to lose a few pounds to being like, I want to have a healthy diet turned into like super duper fear of gaining any weight back. And it just really like brought me into myself, which exacerbated my anxiety like tenfold, you know. And then once I saw, you know, I was like kind of coming out of those diets. And I was like, nothing is working. But my stomach was still really hurting from all that, what I did. And then I went to see a therapist because mentally, like, just the negative thoughts were nonstop. They would be like, morning, it would start happening. I'd go to the gym. I'd like, just the whole time I'm working out, I'm having negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was like, wow, this is just not me. Like, I can't do this anymore. So I started the therapy and then I went on a trip shortly after and I started to be like, okay. I'm really going to try to start eating everything I used to eat. And like, I just because it's part of the process, like she was like, just enjoy your trip. Enjoy eating. Like, try not to think about it. Not the best advice, you know, compared to what I've learned in this. (laughs) Try not to think about it. (laughs) I was like, this is not very helpful. But it was like the babiest, babiest step for me. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. You know, and it was it was the entryway of being like, I think this is good for me. So I kept on with that. But I couldn't get out of tracking my calories and definitely couldn't get out of wanting to lose that weight again. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, because I stopped restricting different food groups, I was gaining it back slowly. And then all I wanted to do was like lose it. So I couldn't get rid of the calorie counting and like trying to exercise X amount of times a week and really just like those rigid rules. Like I couldn't let go completely. And then I saw you're like sponsored ad come up on Instagram. And I was like, hmm, this is like the first thing I've seen that isn't like toxic when it comes to mm. like eating and your body. So I'm going to click on it and see what it has to say. And that's how I found you. And then we started chatting on Instagram and you're like, yeah, this is probably like the last push that you need to get where you want to be. So yeah, then, then I enrolled and it all like the body image stuff is just pervasive for me. It's kind of been like 
my whole life, I was comparing my body to other people, like other girls in dance class when I was a kid. And like when I was in high school, any excuse that I had, like I was sick, I didn't have an appetite, I would use it, you know, and I'd try Mm. to lose weight. And my mom even said, I remember you were a kid and you were losing all this weight because you were sick. And you were like, yeah, I feel like I look really good. And my mom Mm. was like, that was concerning, you know, I should have known. And I was like, no, it's okay. Like it's, I didn't know either, but it started yeah. you know, at 16 years old and then kind of like went away. I don't know, went away. <laughs> and then it just kind of like came back with a vengeance during the COVID stuff and the control seeking. And that I guess led me to like these behaviors. Yeah, that's kind of the story. Because how did you feel about your body? I mean, you, I remember when we first met, you described what you were experiencing as body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty bleak, you know, like you were blaming yourself all the time just for simply how you looked. And so how would you compare or even describe that versus how you're feeling now? Mm, That's a great question, because I remember like crying about it on the call with you in the program and being like, I just don't know if this will ever leave me. You know, like you look in the mirror and you really don't know what's true and what's not. And like, how delusional am I? Like, I really don't know. And that was, it was really bad in like when I was deep into the dieting and the fear of the weight gain. And it started to get a little bit better, but it still wasn't great. It still was there like during the first half of the program. And then I'd say like in the second half, it's almost like when my body started to like normalize again, like I was eating normally and my body was kind of like getting to its it's happy weight like you discussed Mm -hmm. like trying not to focus on the number of it and I think that's why when I had to get weight of the doctor it didn't bother me so much because I was just like that kind of makes sense like I know that my body likes this and like it almost made that body dysmorphia better because I was like this is how like I know that I look like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I fought it for a really long time so of course I couldn't understand how I could look like that you know what yeah. I mean? Because I was like fighting myself and like really trying to change. And that why part is always like the hardest part, you know, but obviously the most important. So now it's like I'm no longer fighting my body and like restricting and controlling food or making myself exercise. Like it's just I'm just living my life and those things are happening naturally. And like it's so relaxing to me. So now I feel that. I'm starting to view myself with like a greater sense of reality, like that Mm. body dysmorphia, like calmed down, you know, like some days I feel really upset about how I look instead of like freaking out about like, how do I actually look like I used to? I'm like, it doesn't actually matter. And it's like, I'll just put on whatever clothes I want and like stop looking in the mirror, you know? Yeah, I love that. I've also, I've heard you talk about just like some really cool, um, tangible things that have come up for you like with the exercise I remember you saying at one point Mm. during a call like I don't like I'm not I'm actually able to enjoy the exercise now and I'm not sitting there like even just what you described constant negative thoughts during that workout like that's not really happening anymore right like you're able to really enjoy exercise instead of it being like a punishment for your body yes absolutely like it used to be I have to do this to reach my goal. And prior to this, 
it was it was feel good and I was happy. But then it became I have to do this to reach my goal. And now it's just like happy feel good again. Like yeah, I feel strong when I do it, or like I'll just like sweat it out and feel that like catharsis and that release. Yeah. And like instead of being so frustrated and upset about how I look during the exercise, which is how it used to be. Now it's like all this catharsis. Like it doesn't mm. actually matter. Yeah. I I also remember you you had like a thousand weddings to go to this summer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh so uh, yes. So funny. <laughs> like every Monday you were like, I was at a wedding this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um and something that was really cool to see was just like how you were able to oh, and also bachelorette parties for those weddings. You, I feel like we're able to really be present in those moments and enjoy it. And despite the dresses that you were wearing or the swimsuits at the bachelorette parties or whatever it was, I feel like you were just like vibing and living your best life without letting your body image get in the way because those things still come up, like those thoughts still come, but now you've got this like armor of letting it roll off your back that is really cool to watch and see you enjoy those moments. What is that like for you now? Yeah, I remember my first experience with that was like one of the bachelorettes. And I was actually really dreading it, not even because of that, but because like socially, I haven't seen some of these people in a really long time. I was just really nervous. And it helped me uncover that part of my body image stuff really had to do with like the judgment of other people and like that fear of judgment and criticism. So it all was like bubbling up before I went. And I remember I reached out before. And then like during, I think it was great that I had the tools of the intuitive eating and then like lack of restriction. So just the freedom Mm -hmm. there, those tools helped me to like, to get through that time. And instead of just like pushing through, I was enjoying it. I was just realizing like, how nice it is it to not be stressed about food and therefore it kind of just helped me to feel less stressed about how I was looking because mm-hmm. I was like well I'm not controlling how I look with food anymore so however I look I look you know yeah. and then when that stress was gone it was like like a, like a whoosh you know like the whole like world around me kind of opened up because I became less internal about like all of that control so then I was just like looking around me enjoying the time with my friends who I haven't seen in a long time and realizing that like they weren't judging me Mm. and it's all good and like even if they were it didn't really matter like so Mm. yeah it was that was a really like a liberating trip because it gave me like a little bit of that confidence that I used to have back because I was just less focused on the food yeah that was a that's a big word I kept writing down when I was journaling prior to this was focus like my whole focus has shifted. It used to be like the highest priority was losing weight, getting skinny, like goals, you know, going on mm-hmm. my body goals. Yeah. And now it's just like not at the top anymore. And over the program, it just like got lower and lower on the totem pole. And therefore, like my the experiences around me, like the weddings and like the love and all of that, I started to feel that more. And less of the anxiety that was accompanied by the body image issues and the eating and the control of my food and all of that. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah. That's like, you're, you, I feel like you're just getting your life back, you know? 
Seriously. I remember I listened to so many of your, the stuff that you have out there and it's, you would always say like the black and white to color, like shifting, mm-hmm. like your whole life used to start. And I really genuinely feel that way. Even like the most recent wedding I went to, I was like sitting there looking at boats, like sitting by myself in like this like flaming hot, like suit that I was wearing, like it's like pink <laughs> and I loved it. It was so cute. Oh, thank you. I was like looking at all these <laughs> colors around me and I was like, this is like actual description of what Michelle would always say, like black and white to color. And then yeah. my boyfriend kind of like came up and he was like, you know, what you doing? How you feeling? And I was like, honestly, I'm just like soaking it all in right now, like and loving my life and realizing it's great. Like not to be struggling with this like disordered eating, eating disorder, whatever it was like just yeah. to be free of that. I just felt like this immense gratitude to like, see the life around me, you know, like the colors around me, even talking yeah. about it makes me want to cry, you know, I just yeah. love, I'm such a crier, but like, yeah. Yeah. It's true though. I mean, it, mm-hmm. your life is so much more beautiful when it's not stuck in this prison of worrying about the food you're eating and how many calories, what are ingredients, are there lectins in this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what yeah. do I weigh today? How many calories do I need to burn? Like it's, it's so, um, it's just like, it has a chokehold on you. And it, a lot of times you don't even realize how bad it is until mm. you do step into a world where that's left behind. And then you realize like, wow, there's so much life that I've been missing out on and memories to make. And I don't know about you, but for me personally, I, um, when I was in that season of disordered eating and body dysmorphia and all of that, I felt like my memories were just like ruined because the whole time that I would be on a trip or doing whatever, I was thinking about how I looked the whole time or I was thinking about how many calories were in the food. And so now when I look back on those memories, that's what I remember. I don't remember the conversations I was having or like who was there or what, you know, I don't remember stuff like that. I remember how I felt about my body, which is so depressing. (laughs) But when you're in the middle of it, you don't realize, you know, Yeah. I was like, I was so excited for you because towards the end of the program, you took a trip to Italy and it was so cool to see you now experience vacations and and other countries with a whole new lens you know how was that for you yeah it's crazy because the trip i mentioned when i was like i can't live like this anymore kind of at the beginning of trying to normalize again even before this program was also italy (laughs) so to see the two trips in comparison is just crazy because like i had no anxiety about food on this trip and if body image anxiety came up i knew what to do. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. here are the tools, like move along. Like, you know, a lot of just like move along and I'm not going to think about this right now. Like I can get back and I could journal and just try to like make it better, but I'm not going to think about this right now. And just to speak to your point of like the memories felt like when I was in that disordered way of eating and feeling about my body and how it looked, I kind of would describe it as like a, a lifeless, weak, dull version of myself and Mm. my perception of things like I was very numb and now did not feel that way to like get genuine happiness from like a trip right like a vacation to like my favorite place or like a moment with my boyfriend or my family or my dog or or whatever it was like 
impossible seeming to me at the beginning of this program that that would ever happen because I really thought I was like so deep in this at this point. I was like, what can possibly change this? I really can't <laughs> imagine. I can't. And it's like, yeah. it's sad because I would definitely describe myself as like a vibrant, passionate, loving person. So yeah, when I was in that disordered way of eating and being, I just didn't, I wasn't that. So I feel like I'm getting myself back. Yeah. I love that for you. What do you think was different about this type of approach versus what you've done before? I would say this is probably like the most holistic way that I've ever handled my life. I can sit here and advocate for mental health all that I want until I start prioritizing mental health in my own life. You know, I wasn't living like a holistic lifestyle. I was neglecting my own mental health. And to be like, it's so much easier to just like eat the ice cream when I'm like, this is great for me right now because it's totally feeding my spirit and I could feel that. So I kind of like relearned, like, I can eat this because I can eat this because I can eat whatever I want, (laughs) you know, yeah, that that was good for me to approach it from like that mindset lens was so important for me and is always skip when it comes to nutrition. I've never, ever seen nutrition advice that tells you to think about your mental health in a preventative way at all. And then, you know, go figure Mm -hmm. we're all sliding down the slippery slope of disordered eating at this point because everyone's like well being thin is what means that you're healthy like no (laughs) no it doesn't you know um so yeah what i used to think of as this is me being the healthiest version of me is so dramatically different Mm. than what i learned in this program and i really think like the mindset portion the portion that considers your mental health integrated in the nutrition and like making those mindful choices for your body and then like to feel good that's like transformative because you could tell anybody like eat this and that and the macro counting the track like you can't keep up with that forever so i'd say this is this is definitely like the definition of a sustainable like if you want sustainability in your life and therefore stability like this is the kind of program that will give you that yeah I love that stability too. Yeah. Cause it's so easy to just jump from thing to thing and read this book, listen to that podcast, try this quick fix. And it just feels like chaos, you know, and like, what am I doing? (laughs) Nothing is working. (laughs) It's so up and down. Yeah. So what made you actually want to do this then? You know, like, was there some sort of point where you were like, okay, it's either I continue doing what I'm doing or I try something new. Like, I guess, what did that decision making point look like for you to go ahead and start this process? Hmm. It's funny, like I I had just clicked on your ad in like on Instagram and I didn't Mm. think like, I'm definitely doing this. You know, like you can remember, I thought about it for a while. I Mm -hmm. messaged you a lot of questions. Like, I'm just a very like thorough person. So everything that you had to say, I was like, that sounds legit. That sounds good. So you just like, you helped ease my mind a little bit about how this is like, this is what I needed to get where I truly knew I could be, you know, like, and I knew at this point, it gave me so much anxiety just to like, 
try to use this and try to use Noom and try to use, like, try to track on my phone instead, like, try to do in a less structured way. Like, you know, I was like, I'm so done with like reaching out to these sources and trying all these different things that really aren't working. And most importantly, we're like, just keeping my anxiety at it, like, in all time. I was like, I just don't want to live like this every day of my life. And like, I just have to go out there and try something. So I just, yeah, I went out on a limb and I just tried it. (laughs) Yeah. Would you say it was worth it? Definitely worth it. I remember (laughs) saying to like my my boyfriend, I was like, so I did this thing and it's something I think I've needed to do for a really long time. Yeah. So it felt really good to just commit to the process and just like enroll and know that then I had, you know, these months stretched out ahead of me that. I would be in something that I'd be doing something for myself, you know, it felt like an investment in myself and it was so worth my time, my money, my everything, like even Mm. just the connections that I made with the other people in the community were so valuable and all of the coaching that you gave throughout the whole program was so helpful. And it's just something that I feel is going to just follow me like, forever Mm -hmm. really like these are things i was never taught in my whole life these are things we're just not taught yeah that was a very long answer to your question i loved it that was so good i love it i think you did a fabulous job of prioritizing yourself throughout this process and what i mean by that is just continuing to like reach out to me and to our other coach danny and to like everybody in the group like you were crushing it, even though you had all of these things going, like <laughs> you were a busy lady <laughs> with school yeah. and <laughs> with like all the stuff you had going on, but you were just, you continued to prioritize it and put it first. And I think that your progress is a really good testament to that. And what happens when you do make your own growth and your own journey top priority. So with that being said, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for somebody who has like just enrolled and they're thinking about like, all right, I've got this process ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. I really prioritized it. Like really prioritized it. So even though I didn't really have quote the time for it, like that didn't, it didn't matter because I was like, I have to do this because I want to do this. Mm. And every time I did it, it just reinforced that I didn't keep doing it because it made me feel better, you know, yeah. and it made like life easier. And I would say the other piece of advice is like, don't be afraid to like really face and embrace the scary things that are going to come up mm. because like, you're going to like relive some of that stuff that gave you a lot of pain in your past, but it's cool now. Like to, I love to just like own up to that and be like, okay, that's what's happening right now. And it's not something that I can't work on. Like I can work on this. So yeah, I would say don't be afraid to face that stuff and just kind of embrace it. And I feel like the process and your coaching specifically is just so compassionate. And like you, you know, you make us own our wins and not be so afraid when we slip up or we make a mistake. And you tell us like, you know, that's just knowledge for us now. Now we just know that. And we can learn from that and just like move on. And I'm so self-critical that I've really needed that. Like I needed like a gentle, it's okay, keep going. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, just keep going. Like just once you're enrolled, just like follow the steps and keep going. I love it. What would you say to somebody who hasn't made that decision yet and they're thinking about taking this step and enrolling? Oh man, uh, it's like a similar kind of piece of advice where it's like, don't be afraid to face the reality of what's going on in your life. It's hard to admit like, okay, I have a problem. It doesn't matter what it's called. It doesn't matter like the labels of anything. It's just, I have a problem that's making me not enjoy my life. So I really need to step up and take care of myself. Mm. So it's so important. It really just has shaped the entire, like the entirety of my life, like how I see and view and feel everything. You know, it just every day I'm reminded, like, good thing I did that. Good thing I'm continuing to do this, you know, because it doesn't end once the yeah. program is over. Um, but it was so important for me to face it and be like, I really need to do something about this. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I'm hearing from you is like, don't be afraid to do the deep work because it's so incredibly worth it when you get on the other side. And you get this sense of like empowerment that you can get through it and that you'll be able to continue to get through whatever comes up in the future. Absolutely. Like that sense of empowerment has helped so much with my anxiety, you know, like the, what if I can't do this? What if it will never change? Mm. What if I'm unfixable? Like all of the terrible anxious thoughts that come to your mind when you're thinking about starting something big and transformative and you're unsure you know just my advice would be to just do it to just mm. do it because eventually it helps all of that anxiety yeah it's so good i mean you're just equipped like super equipped for the rest of your life which is really cool to see and know that like i can send you off confidently being like danielle's got it you know yeah Absolutely. And I don't know if anyone out there listening is coming from a similar point as me, but at the beginning of the program, I was in like a restriction mindset. So one of my biggest reservations for enrolling in the program was like that fear of weight gain. I was like, if I let go of all of this control, I do not know what is going to happen. And the anxious mind is not like that. And the controlling of the food was definitely a way to like put a bandaid on my anxiety. Like, well, I don't know what's going to happen today, but at least I can count my calories and feel like I did something right. It's so sad to even say that out loud. That's just how I felt, you know? Yeah. So then at the beginning of the program, when I had to just be like, I was really like, if I enroll, I'm committing, like, I'm going to listen to what she says. I'm going to do my best. I really, I don't want to live like this anymore, but the fear of gaining weight was really strong. It was like the biggest thing that made me not want to enroll. I was like, oh, but then I have to stop trying to like get to my goal weight or whatever it was. Yeah. And I had to let that go. And that was like the first step for me at the beginning of the program, just like committing to the program. I know that even throughout the program, some people still struggle. And mm -hmm. even me too, like, you know, you just think, I kind of want to lose weight though. But then it just gets less prioritized and like dimmer like you're saying to the yeah. point of like now i honestly like i even thought about this the other day there's like a very strong chance i was like maybe i just do this for a whole year 
And I just really don't try to lose any weight at all. You know, those thoughts still come in. Like I asked mm-hmm. it at the end of the program, like, is it possible to still lose weight and be intuitive? Blah, blah. I was curious. And it's good that I know we talked about that. But I really just am like, this is such a great way to live. Like, I think I'm just going to keep doing this and keep working on my fitness in a way that I enjoy and like see where I end up in a year, you know, like what's the worst thing that can happen. And that is dramatically different from the beginning of the program when I just like was so afraid to enroll because I thought now all of my goals (laughs) were sabotaged. Yeah. You know, and now I'm like, that's not a goal anymore. And if it is, it's a very, very low one. It's just not there at my priorities anymore. Yeah, I think what you're describing there is that like make or break place of, well, what am I going to prioritize? Am I going to continue to prioritize chasing my dream body, even Mm -hmm. though the last years of my life doing that have led me further and further into (laughs) a dark hole of anxiety and... (laughs) and just a joyless life? Or do I want to prioritize learning to live my life, accepting where I'm at, being okay with changes, obviously still pursuing health, you know, like half of the program's name is nourished. I still want you to be nourished and take Mm -hmm. care of your health. But the other half is free. I want you to be free from that like obsessive roller coaster of thinking about your body and food and and needing that control because it is like, it's beautiful what happens on the other side, you know? Yeah. Learning to be free as an adult is just something I've never done. Like mm. you go from being a child where you feel free to then kind of learning the rules of life and the way that you should be and things should be. And then like learning how to be free as an adult is kind of like, developing your own sense of morality and your values and we talk about it a lot but it's just i thought i had to keep these rules to like feel safe because that's how i was safe as a child and that's Mm -hmm. i was taught right and wrong and black and white and this is how life has to be and yeah it led me down a joyless path and now that i'm just i learned how to just like bend a little bit and like enjoy things a little bit more And now I just feel like I'm learning how to live my life as an adult. It's just crazy. It's just something you never think you're going to have to learn. But I was really giving myself this rigid way of living that was so miserable. (laughs) And I just thought for some reason it would make me feel like safe or superior or whatever it was, but it didn't. It just made me anxious. (laughs) Like, Yeah. It's so cool to see you on this side of things and your journey and your progress is like, yeah, we've been cheering you on since day one. And every every <laughs> week, we just would get more and more excited about your wins. And <laughs> What do you think yeah. is your like, number one biggest win that you're the most excited about after the, coming out of this process? I'm going to have to think about this one because I love posting my wins. <laughs> I, I actually was like, maybe I'll just try to journal my wins instead of like, you know, I would go to the group and I'd get so excited to like type it out and post it and somebody would like like it or say something. And now I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to validate myself and just put it in my journal. (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's okay too. Like, it's cool that I'm still winning, you know, every day. It it really reframed me like focusing less on what was negative and what was positive. 
So that's just a quick side note on the wins in general. Well, you can always send it to me if you want. I will not be mad. <laughs> <laughs> DM you on Instagram one day, yeah. just like throwing it out there. <laughs> I would, yeah. yeah, I would love that for real. Yeah, um, I almost feel like it's the the small wins that grow to be like the biggest win of all. Like mm-hmm. even when I go, to, like the other day, I went to eat some cookies after like a big lunch after a big workout and instead of being like i don't need those cookies i shouldn't or like i went to almost like check the calories and i was like oh, i'm not doing that anymore and then i just <laughs> i just ate a cookie and then like i ate another one and then i was good to go and i was like happy and i moved on and i didn't feel too full and it just feels great to just be proving to myself that this works every mm-hmm. single day the exercise i would say Ironically, because that wasn't a big goal of mine at the beginning of the program, but the happiness and the joy that I feel from fitness again is probably my biggest win because it was something I enjoyed so much. And then it became just so monotonous and painful, you know, and now it's not anymore. It's fun again. It brings me joy again to move my body and to also like learn when I need to rest my body. Like, those yeah. were pretty big wins for me because it just it's a piece of every day that I can be happy about without being like it's a way to achieve my goal body <laughs> like right. that's big yeah yeah I love that I'm so happy for you too that you can enjoy exercise and that's like I don't know that's just so cool to hear because you can have such a toxic relationship with it so easily but it really is so awesome when you enjoy it and it's not a form of punishment or a means to earn calories or anything. It's just like getting back to who you are created to be as a human. Like you are just point blank created to move. You're supposed to move. You're supposed to use your body. <laughs> and when you like take advantage of that, it's it just feels good. And mm-hmm. I love when people can rediscover that and get to that place again because it can feel impossible for sure. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, I love to share my wins, but I'm thinking too, like food wise, it's just incredible that I used to be so stressed around food, about food, tracking food, what's in the food. And now it's just like, I don't care anymore and I don't focus on it. So now I just like enjoy food again. I don't experience being over full, like almost ever. I can't remember the last time I felt like after a big dinner, I was too full, like just even when I'm eating and realizing like I'm getting full, it's just something I never, ever, ever knew how to do. Mm -hmm. So that's just so, it's so satisfying. Like that's the word because like, I love food. I'm Italian. Like, but to enjoy it again, I'm like, this is great. Like I can just enjoy food. Like this rocks, you know? (laughs) It's just so part of like my life, you know, it's like part of my culture, my family, when you travel, when you're with your partner and you're just like enjoying food together, it's just great to enjoy it again and like feel satisfied and feel nourished. Perfect word. And mm-hmm. just kind of like move along. It's just mm-hmm. so great not to be focused on like food, exercise, my body. Like it's just not my focus anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I feel like I need to congratulate you for all of your amazing wins. <laughs> how, awesome, how awesome this is. And yeah, I just like, again, I feel like this is cheesy to say, but I just am really proud of you for how far you've come and where you started versus where you are now. It's 
amazing. And it wouldn't have been possible without you just genuinely being like, all right, I'm going to do this and having that courage to, despite all of your fears, right? Because it's not like they weren't there, but Mm -hmm. you decided, no, it's more important that I don't let my fear decide my future for me. And instead I'm going to decide my future for me. And I want it to be full of life and joy and peace. And you put in the work to make that happen. Yeah. I want to thank you because it was really just like probably the most emotionally intimate program experience connection I've ever had before with somebody who is trying to help me feel better. (laughs) All Mm -hmm. of the doctors and therapists and things like truly it was just like the vulnerability that, you know, you allow in this group. I know that sounds weird, but I never felt strange to just say something and just put it out there and the vulnerability of the other people in the program and you and Danny and just everybody. It really was just, it made me do my best, really. It made me feel like comfortable to do that. So thank you. Mm, My pleasure. Seriously, it's such an honor. 